Am I the a-hole for telling my dad that I owe him nothing and I don't care about him? Nope. Why? He only birthed you and raised you. Yeah, he only birthed you from his seed. Exactly. Wow. From his baby sack. Yeah. The gist is this. I lost my mom to a long-term health issue when I was 10. The cost of the treatment drained my parents' finances, and it was just my dad and me after my mom died. No extended family. Dad started dating when I was 12 when he met Jane. Jane. After a few months, he told me her son had a form of brain cancer and was very sick to him. This guy can't get a break. Seriously, Uh, God. And that they were getting married and he would be helping take care of her son. We went from two in a tiny two-bedroom house to four in a tiny two-bedroom house and me sharing a room with a terminally ill toddler I didn't even know. (laughs) God, this is is going in a bad place. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We had to make so many changes. No more takeout, which was once a month treat before that. I had to stop my only extracurricular activity. I thought she was going to say I had to stop my OnlyFans. (laughs) God. No friends over because noise bothered him. No space that was mine. No extra money for celebrating birthdays and Christmas. When I was 15, dad and I got into a huge argument because I was never home and was always saying no to helping Jane take care of her son. When I told him how much I hated the situation he looked me in the eye and told me to grow up i mean i think like yeah, yeah. to an extent like you grew up but it's like to an extent. You're, you're like 15 and your life has drastically changed yeah and also like i feel like you know the take take out whatever you can ditch that maybe even the presence but you need a community of like friends and if like she's yeah. not able like, to hang out with her friends that's not really hurt like it's that's it'll be, be hard. good for her to help where she can but like at the end of the day like you can't just completely suck her life away yeah. like still still give her at least the ability to go outside the home and yeah enjoy. just because like, it's going to be i mean when you don't have a support network you, how can you give you know exactly because you don't have enough for yourself he also told me that i was old enough to understand that life wasn't always easy or fun and that a rougher life can build character oh no which not, is not like, to build character i mean i guess that's true <laughs> in a way it is yeah he told me we grew our family which was a good thing and one of the consequences of that is sometimes having less but that it's worth it for the extra love. I told him that fucking bullshit. <laughs> he told me I was not his whole life and he was not going to stop doing what he wanted to do because of me. Then he told me to never ever say anything around his stepson because he was a kid and didn't know I resented him for being sick, which is true. OP shouldn't, you know, say that no. to the kid. After that talk, I was even more distant and left when I was 17 right after graduation and couch surfed until I went to college. I graduated high school at 17 and turned 18 that October. I didn't stay in touch. When I was 19, I heard that dad's stepson had died. In college, I met my wife and got married this past June. This, then in November, my dad showed up and told me he wanted to talk. I shut the door in his face. Oh, man. Dang. He kept showing up where I was to talk. After getting annoyed with him, I agreed to meet him for coffee. He told me how he'd ended up divorced from Jane and how his stepson had died. And he looked disappointed when he learned I knew. He told me how he'd been struggling a lot and how he was hoping I could help him out. I laughed in his face and told him he had some nerve. OP, you're being a dick. Dude. He mentioned that he'd spent a lot of money on finding me and he wanted us to repair things. He also needed my help. I told him no way. He became angry and told me he was my dad and that he was always there for me and I owed him. I told him I owed him nothing and I threw most of his words back in his face, including that he needed to grow up and that he was not my whole life and I would not stop doing what I want. It became a bit of a scene. He told me at my age, I should have grown more compassion. 
Am I the a-hole? Fuck. Yeah, Fuck. dude. She, yes, you are. I, wow. It's just. That's so sad. That's a lot to hold on to for that long. What it was for, for, for what it was, because uh, I think it's like built it up too, though. I definitely agree that there was like, Fuck. you know, he should have allowed you more freedom to go out and like he should have figured out basically a better setup where it's like, all right, look, you know, it's going to not be super fun, but like I'm going to still work to yeah. give you some some stuff of like quote unquote normal teenage life or whatever it wasn't a great situation don't get yeah. me wrong for you but like i think that's you're harboring too much resentment i yeah. don't know i don't know yes he could have let you maybe have a little bit more freedom more friends but like think about it from his perspective yeah his wife died yeah he tried to find someone he wanted just to love someone and like all the baggage they came yes. with because he has yes. his own baggage right like yeah he, he has a kid too mm-hmm. He has a dead wife. Like uh, that's, that's tough. Right. Um, and then they find out that this kid is terminally ill. He just wants to support this person that he loves. Kid dies. His wife divorces him. He has nothing. He was just trying to do his best with the, you know, what he's got. And then like to laugh, to just to laugh at his face. And yeah, it's too, too much. Dude, it, way it, too much. You sound, you, you, you sound like a total asshole. You definitely do sound like an asshole. I think God. like the general thing is just don't be vindictive. Her life is worse because she's holding all that pain, that anger. Like that's eating in her, her inside every yeah. day. And it yeah. shows by how she's acting. Yeah. If she releases that and shows a little compassion, her life will actually improve. It's, it's way too much. You will do yourself a favor by forgiving and trying to work towards and have a better relationship with your father, which hopefully, who knows the exact scenario, but it sounds like there could be a path to that. Yeah. With the yeah. dad reaching out. Yeah, And so. it's not like maybe he was neglectful, but that was out of us. Like that was situational, not because he was a neglectful person. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it didn't seem like there was complaints, but kind of before, you know, when when his, his wife yeah. was still alive and all that stuff. So, man. OP, try it show a little compassion yeah change it good gravy but also if you want to change up your own life you should go to r slash oklp show and submit your story boom send them in because we read them on the podcast all the time yeah we do okay op hello hello welcome to another episode of okop welcome back baby i'm samuel donner and i'm john fry and we're about to get into our first story this is from user toss away throw it which mm. I guess is a toss away through it. Account. Maybe a metaphor. Okay, here we go. Today I effed up by walking naked through a hotel. Ouch. Obligated to say this happened a few years ago. Oh, but lucky me, did I ever duck up. My husband and I were gifted an amazing night stay at a very expensive hotel. I'm talking $1,000 dinner at a diamond oh. restaurant and views from our room that were just million-dollar views. God damn. So fancy as hell. Fancy as hell. For us, this was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. This was also our very first getaway after having our baby, and I had spent the first few months breastfeeding and was in the process of weaning due to starting new medication soon, but I promise you, if my baby even made the simplest noise at night, I would rush in faster than the speed of light to check on my baby, sometimes even before my eyes opened. She's a good mom. It sounds like she deserved a break. She definitely deserves a break, and she's a great mom, but uh, that information is going to become very relevant very soon. 
Ooh. So finally, I agreed to go on a romantic getaway. You know, like the romantic getaway. You got the roses. You got oh, the yeah. horse-drawn I'm carriage. I'm like a heart-shaped bed. You know what I mean? With the petals Oh, yeah. All with like it. rose petals everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's like a heart-shaped waterbed with fish inside. Have you seen those? Definitely. Pretty De- nuts. Fish inside a waterbed? Fish inside the waterbed. It's a whole thing. That I've Look it up, seen. people. In all my, Look in it all up. My days. So finally, I agreed to go on a romantic getaway. Just me and my husband. Oh, yeah. So we left our baby with the grandparents, and off we went for our magical evening. We happily drank too much wine, my first time drinking since giving birth, and we had the romantic, passionate, slightly intoxicated evening of enjoying every part of each other, and we passed out in the warm embrace of one another. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. This so is far. beautiful. Honestly, I feel like I'm about to get into some Fifty Shades of Grey uh, yeah. territory, but uh, with fish, this, with fish, Fifty Shades That's of the reef. best threesome. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Reef, dude. I love that. Like we're 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 going snorkeling, and it's about to get wet and wild. And oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Then I woke up. A very nice man asked me if I was okay, and I looked around realizing that I was in the lobby. I apologized and said, oh, yes. And the concerned man looked at me like I was an alien and stepped into the elevator. As the door shut, I started to realize I must have sleptwalk, which I guess she's doing. Like, she's right, just, like, yeah. walking downstairs. Like, I get sleepwalking, but sleepwalking out of your hotel room? Sleep elevatoring? Like, yeah, really? sleep that's, elevatoring? That that's seems... A talent, like, almost. Like... That's, that's tough. Like, it, you can... Like it's impressive that you can operate on that much autopilot. Like you're asleep, Seriously. you're getting your Z's, you're getting your nine hours, yet you're going down to the lobby. Like that's some serious. Like if only we could, just like I don't know, if we could utilize that sleep time to work out or uh, exactly do do some <laughs> that, do wow. some more record of a podcast. this show. Yeah, record this show <laughs> in do our this sleep, even in our sleep, baby. So I must have slept walk. It's happened before, not in many years. However, the combination of wine, my slightly overfilled rack, thinking I needed to feed and knowing that any sound would have sent me running to check on my baby. Like, she's not overly surprised. I love so. slightly overfilled rack. <laughs> yeah, what? The, oh, <laughs> I didn't even get that upon reason. My slightly overfilled rack. She's I'm, it's, I'm, it's got some extra supply in there. You know what I mean? She's yeah, got extra reserves. supply. Yeah, she does. She's got a baby like there that needs that milk and it's oh, not yeah. relieving it. All right, real question. If your girlfriend was pregnant, <laughs> would you try it out? Yes. Would you try a little taste? <laughs> yes, I would. Yes, I would. Without a doubt, I've thought of I've thought Of course I would. I, yeah, I definitely I would. I definitely would. So back, right? She slept walking. She's in the lobby. Then I look down. I look down, and that's the moment of horror. I was completely naked. Yes, ass naked. I ran. I ran down the hallway across the main area. There were standards that looked shocked and somehow successfully found my room. I guess in all the commotion, she actually found it. But I wouldn't actually put it past her because if she could navigate... It while she's asleep. Like she literally can navigate the exactly. hotel in her sleep. Yeah. So quick thinking and uh, navigating. I started pounding on the door yelling, which drew the attention of a guest a few doors down. And my nightmare continued as I realized my husband was not answering. This, oh this guy's MIA. God. Where are you at, hubby? 
Yeah, come on, hubby. Your wife is in need. Jeez. Off I ran. Again, tears streaming down my face till I eventually found a conference room where in my panic, I dialed emergency, which subsequently directed me to the front desk who said, oh, we've been looking for you. Where it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, the naked lady yeah. running around the hotel. They should have been like, looking for you. You know, they should be. I know. Well, I mean, she's easy to spot and <laughs> everyone's looking at her. Uh, but I'm also like, it's like, I'm wondering, it's like, oh yeah, we've been looking for you. We wanted to know if, uh, if you would want to go on a date. And she's like, excuse me, I am already hitched. My God. husband is right through this door. If you would freaking answer. <laughs> He's so kind as to open it for me. Yeah. Jesus. So she's butt ass naked. We've been looking for you. Security came and gave me a robe. Shout out to security and brought me back to my room, which I still didn't have a key for. I tried to explain I wasn't a hooker, (laughs) 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 which I like if you're naked running around a hotel, I get the implication. I feel like there's more of a chance that she might be a lady of the night uh, if she's wearing just a robe, you know? Yeah. Like robe banging on some strange man's door. Maybe Uh, there was like some sort of. Like, there could be some sort of altercation, like, pay me my money, no, and then the guy just locks her out naked. Like, that would be terrible. (laughs) John, it sounds like you've done this before. (laughs) Oh, you know, sometimes experience speaks louder than words, you know what I mean? (laughs) Just kidding. John has never hired a prostitute, as far as I know. I tried to explain I wasn't a hooker and that this really was my room and somehow convinced them to let me in. Which, like, you know, I don't know if... If this was a guy and he was banging naked on some door, I don't know if you would be let in. Like, hey, I think if John and I were banging naked it. on your door, like, I, I don't I don't think you would let us in. I don't think Are any hotel staff would be like, no, I, you, put it in the chat. Are they going to let us in if we bang on the hotel door? I think not. I don't think so. I started yelling at my husband, who was still a bit tipsy and confused. Like, I'm just imagining you just had a great night with your wife, right? You're dead asleep, and then your wife is naked, just, like, screaming at you with two security guards behind you. And you're like, what is going on? Seriously. That's, that's like a movie. That's like this that's is a freaking movie. This is not real life. This is punishment. This is, this is like the beginning of Saw. Next yeah. thing you know, he's going to be chained to the bed and he's going to have to saw off his arm to get away from this awkward, very weird situation. Oy. Thankfully, he told security that I was, in fact, his wife. And I spent the next four hours bawling in the washroom while he caught up on a few more Z's to sober up so he could drive us home. He's chilling. Bro, oh yeah, this guy is just like, all right, you go deal with your shit. I'm going to go sleep. I know you just had this traumatic experience and I woke up confused with these two security guards and my naked wife at the door, but I really, I really got to sleep here, man. Seriously. <laughs> like, what is that? The morning finally came and my, oh my, my so charming husband was crushed when I informed him we were not staying for our luxury breakfast, but getting the hell out of there and starting our four hour drive home early if this is a five-star meal like i don't care if you've seen my ding dong i want some eggs and bacon and a little sausage fair enough a little sausage if you know what i mean (laughs) hey oh although at the time i was mortified i'm happy to say i can finally laugh about it 
I do, however, wear clothes to bed regardless of where we are, which I think is the real lesson of this story. Like, always Definitely. be prepared to run naked through somewhere. Just wear some clothes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that I do not sleep naked. That is, yeah. that is a pro of not sleeping naked. <laughs> Listeners, I, I also just want to say... Uh, we we have a bunch of new people listening to the podcast. We do, right? Y'all, like, y'all we, are. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, same. It seems like this podcast has just become the internet asking us to fix their problems in their life, right? Oh right, yeah. I mean, like, hey, we're happy to do that. We're happy to share some advice. But John, I think we should face the music. We're not professionals. I mean, we're pretty dang good. We are. We are. But if you want to share your thoughts and feelings with a professional, someone who can actually sit down and like solve the problems in your life, there is a place you can go. Yes, the perfect place to go is better help it's online therapy you can do it in your jammies mm. you fill out a questionnaire and they match you with an incredible licensed professional who isn't sam and john and if you don't like the person you're matched with sam you can switch anytime with no extra cost hey that sounds like a deal within a deal so if you want to live a more empowered life therapy can help you get there so visit betterhelp.com okop today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash O-K-O-P. Out here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Screw screw TikTok. Get, get, I, all I care about is the YouTube 200, whatever you guys. That's that's the only people I'm at. Maybe podcast too. Maybe podcast should we, uh, too. Should we shout out some of our peeps? Let's, let's shout them out. Who do okay. we got? All right. We got a lot. Who do we now. got? Vanessa H. Vanessa H. H is for hella awesome. (laughs) Damn straight. Steven Smith. That's right. Steven Smith. Next up, we got Izzy Thompson, who is now currently one of my favorite humans for sure. Saw you guys on TikTok. I was genuinely surprised that you guys weren't already popular. Yeah, I'm surprised too, Izzy. I'm in shock. It's about damn time. I'm in shock. We've been working. We've been working hard. Shout out to Otto Belluza. Shout out to Sam Easy. Shout out to Zolt Nagy. <laughs> That's a great one. Shout out to Flavy. Also, he said, good video, but do you guys have anything like a podcast? Yes, we do. Check us yeah, out on Spotify, do. Apple Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcasts. Okay. All right. We come to our next story. <laughs> Today, I effed up by making boom, boom. On a school trip. Oh, it's not a great idea. God, on a school trip. <laughs> on I a school trip. A I place know, of well, education. I, I know. I didn't know the magic school bus was getting uh, was turning into bang bus. Hey, this is Frizzle. You're not again. Class is in session, baby. <laughs> Open your books. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to get into it. Ooh, the book is called Karma Sutra, by the way. That is. Miss Frizzle's is. going on an adventure. <laughs> Magic school bus. <laughs> Mrs. Frizzle's kind of bad if you think about it. Like, mm. <laughs> I want me some Miss Frizzle. Miss <laughs> Frizzle fan club. <laughs> Pass that frizz over here. <laughs> sorry, Mrs. Frizzle. We and whoever oh, wrote that book, you know. No, we are very respectful, we, and we expect your ability to educate children. All education here. <laughs> just like this person in the story it's all it's all about yeah. education it's all it's, yeah we're it's here all for about education we're, we're here, here for the kids. kids do it for the kids <laughs> so i'm an 18 year old female on a school trip to berlin fun times right well yeah that's kind of the problem i'm having too much fun so you see my school understands that 18 year olds don't want to go to bed at eight and drink root beer yeah that's mm. that's pretty accurate we want to drink real beer 
We want to drink Man. real beer. I want to be a Man real beer. boy. <laughs> it also helps that we're from a country where drinking beer is probably consumed more than water. So what do we do? They tell us that we can do whatever we want on Thursday night as long as we're home by 3 a.m. and ready to travel home the next morning, which is very late for like Bro, 3 a.m.? Are you kidding me? It's so freaking late. so late, bro. What? I'm 24, and my bedtime is like sooner than 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just an old man now. Yeah, I I feel it. Like, sometimes I just be like drifting off at 10 or 11, and I'm like, wow, I'm just old. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just old. (laughs) (laughs) Throw my back out again. Throw my back out. (sighs) So now, oh, well, would you look at that? It is 1 a.m. And want to know what I've been doing? Let me tell you. Mm. Tell me. Tell me what you've been doing. <laughs> well, I found out that a guy I kind of flirted with back home was also on a school trip to Berlin. Fun. Mm. What are all these school trips to Berlin? Why is everyone over there? Yo, this, is, this is a little bit too... It's too much ruckus. Too much ruckus. Yeah. Too, much, too ruckus. much ruckus. DMs were slithered into, and one of my roomies had the best idea. Why don't you tell him to come over to our hotel? Me and the other roomie can hang out on the couches right outside the door. Now, shout out to this roommate. This is a real one. This is the realest of ones. Like, I don't the know if realest. I would do that for my best friend. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, I'm trying to sleep. Like, cool. Great idea. Plans were made. But wait, what if we get a noise complaint? The hotel is so old that we can't drop items on the floor or walk too hard after 10 p.m. It's, it's too loud. What if teachers find out? Oh, God, what if they get a noise complaint because of our devil's tango? I like all the, the different words for uh, the boom boom. Great vocab here. This is, this is your SAT vocab coming in. That's right. That's right. <laughs> she passed. And Opie says, I would never look at them the same way again. I wouldn't either. So mm-hmm. I expressed some of these concerns to my roomies. Thankfully, they're some of my best friends as well. And they know I have anxiety. And they just tell me to chill. Nothing will happen. It's only 11 p.m. It's not that bad. It's going to be fun. Yeah, okay, OP. Yeah, yeah, come on. Like, who's going to complain about a squeaky bed, right? They're right. The teachers are probably asleep now. Nothing to worry about. Easy. Now, my sneaky link is here, and I have to let him in through the gate and walk him up to our room. It's showtime. I thought it was specifically not supposed to be showtime, though. It's quiet, low-key <laughs> showtime. Playtime. Oh, okay. I bring him to my room. Roomies hang outside. We have as quiet boom-boom as humanly possible because I'm terrified of anyone hearing. But, of course, it's still pretty loud. Yada, yada, yada. It's time for him to leave. I ride the elevator with him because that elevator is just super complicated. I'm relieved. We did it. Nothing went wrong. It is okay. No, it's not. I like I like happy endings. Uh, but as Sam, you might be able to tell, the post has to continue. I'm about to ruin your good spirits here. I'm just gonna oh God. take a dookie, hot dookie, all over him. A hot dookie. I'd re- prefer a cold dookie. No, it's okay. it's piping hot, steamy. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> the elevator door opens. My history teacher is waiting on the other side. Her freaking history teacher is there. I'm standing there with this guy. 
I look like I just made the boom boom. Runny makeup, messy hair, like the whole nine yards. What do I do? Ignore him? Pretend I don't know the guy? Act drunk, which is a terrible, terrible, terrible thing to do. Acting drunk terrible. would make it much worse. <laughs> much, much worse. Because then, like, the teacher's actually maybe concerned for your safety, right? So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you don't do know. That. She's, yeah. you know, not looking so great. OP ends up saying, oh, well, hello there. <laughs> hello there. Hello there. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining, like, a 1700s British person saying, like, a pinky out. Definitely. And, like, Pinky's a little out. teacup. The whole, like, I'm about to, like, sign something into Parliament in 1700 British person. <laughs> he's a history teacher after all, so maybe, uh, he's maybe trying he to be would appreciate brand. that. <laughs> she says that like an effing idiot. I think he said hi back, but honestly, my brain was yelling, no way this is happening right now. Like, she's just totally bugging out. So I don't remember, to be honest. Sneaky Link walks back home. I panic in my room. My roommate's die of laughter and now i'm writing this i will never look at my history teacher the same way ever again it's the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened but hey at least it'll be a fun story in a few years when i finish school right right i ho- i love how she's trying to convince herself at the she's end of the post so like hard. this is all gonna be worth it, it. Be worth please it. i mean hey you you know you made it on okop that's you can put that on your yeah resume. yeah that's Put that on your resume. That's going to get you on the college. You don't need those SATs. You don't need that 4.0. You just need to be on this show being talked about in front of the world. That's right. Anyone will want to hire you after being on this. So, yeah, we're we're doing you. We're doing a big favor here. Frankie Downhill. OP, if you want to reach out to us, let us know. Frankie Downhill. Please. We want you. Man. Give us your contact for. (laughs) This is turning weird. (laughs) For the show. Trying to save it. I'm not a sneaky link. It was funny because, like, you were trying. I could see, like, your gears working, like, oh, hey, this is weird. Let me move on to the next thing. But then you're like, yeah, let me dig my hole. I'm trying to dig myself out of this. It was also weird. It's just not a winning scenario. There's a lot of improv going on here. And so we're like old men of the West. We got guns on our side. We were like, pow, pow. You know, you never know when we're going to shoot. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. Only one of us can do this thing. Well, Sam, this has been another John. successful edition, I would say. Successful edition. Also, John, I think we have a request of anyone that's watching this YouTube video right now. Yes, we do. What is that request? <laughs> Freaking subscribe, baby! Subscribe! subscribe. Leave a comment. Button. Smash it! Smash that button harder than uh, OP that our, that our good was smashed in Berlin. Boom, boom. <laughs> Got boom boomed. (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Listen, it's hard. You tried delivering a five-star podcast. Make it easier on Mama Sam. Go to OKOP's profile page, click about, then rate it five stars. Okay, okay, now push! 
Congratulations, Sam. You have a beautiful five-star podcast. Thank you, listener.